Hey everyone, this is Kelsey Ferrar, aka the son of the beard guy here, and you're watching Lunch with Norm. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about Insert Marketing 101 for Amazon sellers. Uh, you're going to find out the do's and don'ts of using inserts, the importance of building a list, and we're going to walk you through how to create a value stack. So welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Lunch with Norm. Lunch with Norm. Lunch with Norm. All right, so like I mentioned, today we'll be talking about Insert Marketing 101 for Amazon sellers. Our guest is a million-dollar Amazon seller. Uh, he's an amazing.com instructor, ASMM5 student, and a sought-after expert consultant on chatbot marketing automation. His brands have received consulting from Barbara from Shark Tank and has been featured on The Rachel Ray Show and Forbes magazine. So please welcome Paul Barron. But before we get to Paul, we're going to throw it over to a sponsor. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands, and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right. Welcome, everyone. It's good to see CoolHand99. We've got Claudia joining us. Hello, uh, Beard Brothers and Sisters. Connor Williams. Sin, good to see you, and Marsha. Yes, you'll be seeing Paul in just a second. And you may have noticed this podcast is a little beardless. Uh, Norm is actually traveling right now. He's on a plane uh, flying. So uh, it's my turn to step in. And uh, I think we've got a great guest to help us out with that. So Paul will be here with us shortly. Before we get started, I'd like to throw it over to the comment section. How many of you are using inserts right now? Um, what's holding you back if you're not? Uh, let us know. Let's get a feel for how our audience is and how comfortable they are using them if they've ever used them before. So again, how many of you are using inserts right now? And uh, what has your experience been? Um, but before we get started, uh, of course, don't forget to smash those like buttons. Give us a thumbs up uh, if you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, we had a great webinar uh, yesterday with Vance We're going to be keeping up that video just for a short little while. I might be posting the link during this episode. So get it while you can. Uh, and don't forget to join the Facebook group. That's Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective. Uh, we've got a great giveaway today. We do this every podcast and uh, we're gonna be announcing the details in just a few seconds. So uh, let me just go over to the comments. All right, so cool hand 99. He, yes, I am, but I definitely could do a better job, I feel. I've not used it yet. Wasn't sure about Amazon's uh, allows for product inserts. Uh, 
<laughs> from Jose. Today's costume is the beard wielder. Yes. And Marsha just started today. So awesome. So again, let us know if you're using inserts, um, questions you might have. This is a live podcast. So we're going to be taking them at the end of today's podcast. So of course, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. And welcome, Paul. Hello. My uh, hey, cup of coffee right here. I got um, switched to iced in the summer. It's I oh. should iced coffee all year round because I drink coffee incredibly slowly. So like by the time that um, I finish my coffee, it's always cold anyway. Like <laughs> even if it's hot, it's always iced coffee. Always iced. Um, yeah. Cheers to that. I have a nice coffee too. Yeah, cheers. Here you go. <laughs> all right. So Paul, how are you? How's it going? It's- Good to see you. Last time I saw your dad was uh, in Australia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How was that event? Our beards got tangled. Apparently, I've... I've uh, it's like Velcro. It's funny because I've looked at like the photos um, over the last year and a half, and I guess slowly my, my beard has grown out. I think um, I like to say that it's because my barber has a she cuts it differently and i just like i like to go to her and then like have her just be hey here you go here's a blank canvas she calls it the homeless look i call it a blank canvas when i come in she says you look like you're homeless and then she cuts my and then it's always just gotten longer and it's just gotten longer and longer so maybe i don't know i'm not quite norm i I mean i think it looks good not quite norm i don't know if you if you knew this about Norm, I'm sure you've heard the story, but um, there's one time Norm was growing his beard and he was standing over like a, a stove with one of the burners and it caught fire and he ended up growing out like a little V and he, he decided to keep it, but he's got a little V like uh, Yosemite Sam and uh, <laughs> it was great. Loved it. So, um, yes, thank you everyone for joining today. We're going to be talking about inserts. Um, this is a topic that... Um, couple people mentioned specifically that they wanted to learn more about. So I'm excited for today. And uh, yeah, I think we can just jump into it. Um, so first off, Paul, um, are Amazon sellers allowed to use inserts? Are they allowed to use the product inserts? Is it against Amazon's TOS? And uh, maybe after this, we can go about the do's and don'ts too. Yeah. Um, so let's go back. Let's let's look at let's think about TOS in general. What does TOS say? Like first and foremost, how many people know how to find the terms of service? Um, really, it's not that hard. I think that a lot of times we allow other we allow sort of experts to think for us or gurus, if you will. Um, I've done a few of these podcasts. We talked about inserts and a bunch of different things, and I always get the same question: like, but am I allowed to? I mean, yes, you are. You're not. Um, there is nothing in Amazon's terms of service that says you cannot use inserts. There is, there are things within Amazon's terms of service that say that you can't do certain things. Like you cannot give a product away for free in exchange for a review. Uh, basically you cannot have incentivized. Amazon calls it incentivized reviews. Now in the seller community, um, sellers have taken that to mean, giving away a free product in exchange for a review, which is not what the terms of service says. It says incentivized. And you have to think too that Amazon paints with very broad strokes. Um, I have had my listings. Um, I don't know that I've, I might've had one suspended once. Um, and we had to say, Oh yeah, it was a counterfeit claim. Somebody uh, black, somebody had claimed that we were selling counterfeit items. 
like we're counterfeiting ourselves or something and i was like okay whatever so we had to like send amazon documentation so it was like briefly suspended but i've had all kinds of stuff happen with our listings like we don't need to break the rules in order for amazon to to suspend us or do something negative um so no am um inserts are not against terms of service what is against terms of service is something like register i i mean there was actually a federal case against somebody that I know a very big seller in the Amazon community. Um, I don't know him that well, but I met him at, at different conferences. Um, he was a part of the amazing.com community, ASM. And um, he sold nutritional supplements. And on his um, bottles, they basically said, register this, register this bottle for and leave a review for a free bottle. It was basically very explicit that if you, did something and you left a review, then you'd get a free bottle. That is a clear violation of Amazon's terms of service. And that will get you banned. That it did get him banned. Not only did it get him banned, but he got him in federal court for like review manipulation because that's actually against the law in California. I don't know if it's federally, but it is against the law in several states. Review review manipulation. So oftentimes um, sellers will come to me specifically in very competitive niches like um like supplements like beauty i'm trying to think of a few others that are extremely competitive and kind of cutthroat and dirty and they'll say well i need to do this because everybody's doing this and then i just like go back to you know your mom I'm sure your mom says this well if everyone were jumping off a cliff would you too <laughs> and my smart ass answer to my mom when i was younger would be like well what's at the bottom of the cliff <laughs> right right <laughs> depends on what's at the bottom of the cliff mom are we jumping into like water what are we jumping into magma we're we jumping into like broken glass because if it's like deep water yeah i'd do it uh, anyway my point is just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean you have to also and i really do i mean amazon is always in the process of cleaning um their review stuff up and just because some people are getting away with it doesn't mean everyone is going to get away with it and doesn't mean you are. So I always advise to, to be very clear with with your inserts and make sure that you do stuff like, okay, I've got a handful. Um, so I've got like this wall of inserts. I guess that might be one reason why people have me talk about inserts is because I just save. Look at this, Kelsey. Oh, beautiful. This stack of inserts. That's a thing of beauty. And I, so the thing is, is that I save inserts and I look at, I save like even sometimes receipts um, yeah. because a receipt from a store could be considered like an insert. Right. Um, and sometimes even when I'm, when I'm out shopping, there will be like a call to action. Um, and I, my brain thinks in marketing speak. So when, when some people would see like, Oh, register, like there was one 2020, 2021. I can't remember. I think it's 2021 um, in West Michigan. Um, there was a thing for like founders all day beer, all day IPA. So shout out to you, to the craft beer drinkers out there all day. Great beer. Um, founders had this campaign where you texted in something, texted in a picture of your receipt. That's what it was. And then you got $5 off a 15 pack of all day IPA. And so being a marketer and I know like, okay, so I knew what they were doing. They were wanting to get your details it's an exchange of information. You're, you're giving them your details for $5, essentially. Yep. 
So that you're they're paying you five dollars for your information. So where where you have things like this. So again, can you have inserts? Yes, you can. You cannot have inserts that say uh, uh, review your purchase for a for a free product or for something. Right now, you can do stuff like this where. I reference this all the time. This is by far my most favorite insert. And then I'll come back to the founder's story. Um, this is a GoPro insert. This is, at the time it was the newest. I think it was like the GoPro 9. I can't remember. We've had a few. Um, but with our business, you know, we sell reusable swim diapers for babies. So we're always taking, we're always taking pictures and videos in water, right? So we mm -hmm. bought a GoPro for, for work. And... Uh, on this, it has subscribe to GoPro. And then, so let me break this down for you. It has right. one, what? One Klimple, one, one Klimple, one clear, simple, Klimple. Klimple is not clear. It is clear and simple. One simple, clear call to action. Subscribe to GoPro. Is it focusing on it? Yeah, yep. it yeah you're good. So that's what. You have one very clear what. What are you asking people to do? Oftentimes I'll see inserts from people and there's different reasons for different inserts, different types of inserts, right? So this is a call to action, audience registration, give me your details type insert. There's other inserts that are like, I don't know if I have any in here, more like brand awareness or, or, or product awareness. Um, that would be, okay, like this one. This is, a, this is a great insert as well. This is more of a product awareness type insert where, um, they have, this is what I bought. So it's actually what my, what my Mac is on right now. Um, it's just this little simple metal thing to like keep your computer off the desk. So like inside it, then they have, um, here's, you know, how it works. And then they have other products that they sell. And they have like, oh, if you like this and you have this or this, and then, then that's the name of the company. And I like this because it's very clean. It's very clear. It's very simple. Um, they're marketing this product to Macintosh owners. So the design elements of this are very clean. Mac yeah. Mac is a very clean design. Um, so this, there's no call to action in terms of register your purchase and get a free Stego, this USB-C hub thing. Right? And... I would honestly say I wouldn't do that in this insert. I think that this insert does a great job explaining the value of what you've got and then kind of highlighting new products. I would have a separate insert that would be the registration, like register your purchase. So here, let me go, go back to this. So let's say like if I was consulting Curve, 12 South, their, their product Curve, and I'm like, okay, this is a fantastic insert. I don't know that I would necessarily change this because it would be, it might get lost in the noise. I would add a little one pager like this. And the reason why I love this so much is GoPro is a very, is a nationally recognized brand. Everybody knows who GoPro is, right? If you don't know who GoPro is, where have you been the past decade? <laughs> what have you been doing with your life? Obviously not watching any YouTube. Um, but this is great because it's broken down in, into three parts. This is the what, this is the why, and this is the how. So you're asking people, what are you asking people to do? You're asking people to subscribe to GoPro. So if this was the case, my what would be register your purchase. Okay? Like just very clear, register your purchase. Register your curve. Something along those lines. Subscribe mm -hmm. to GoPro. 
register your curve. And then what GoPro is giving, this is the value stack. Um, the biggest mistakes that I see other than violations of terms of service um, that Amazon sellers make is they don't give enough. They don't give enough benefit to the user um, for them to want to take any action. Or let's just be brutally honest. Maybe people don't really care about the $12 or $20, $15 product that you're selling enough to register anything. Maybe it's a gift item and you could give all these great things in the world. Maybe people just don't even read the insert because they don't care. Maybe the value of your product is not great enough that they're wanting to register or take action. So you have to take all these things into consideration. Um, and you also have to think about what is the goal of your insert? What are you trying to do? The goal of this insert is to educate people on the product and educate people on more products that 12 South has, mm -hmm. not necessarily drive people to the website. Maybe maybe it is. If, if that's the case, I'm like, oh, you're not really telling, you're not asking people to do anything. There's no call to action. This, the purpose of this is to get you to sign up and register for the GoPro cloud service, cloud storage service. They give you a free trial. So the, 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 the why you should do it is that you get unlimited cloud storage of your GoPro footage, no questions asked camera replacement, up to 50% off mounts and accessories at gopro.com, up to $100 off your next GoPro. Now, the one thing that Amazon could consider a violation, if you were selling on Amazon and you're not GoPro, which is everybody listening, they say up to 50% off mounts and accessories at gopro.com. I would just remove at gopro.com. Okay. Just do if, if you were selling something like this. So how I would tweak this for an Amazon seller, I would, um, again, going back to the value stack, not giving enough. They're giving away four things here. Unlimited cloud storage. That's cool. No questions asked camera replacement. That's also cool. And a lot of the times people will put one or two of these things like, well, we're going to give you register for warranty. Okay. What if I don't want to warranty my $20 purchase? Okay. What if I don't care? Um, they're giving four things. So how I would um, modify this for, give me a product. Don't make it insane either. Like, like a, a cheaper, uh, maybe like a, a mirror, like a, a mirror, like a makeup mirror. Okay. So then what I would think about with makeup mirrors are what are the things that people use makeup with makeup mirrors? Maybe it has a, maybe it's like one of those light up LED things that you need to replace a small battery. Mm -hmm. Maybe the battery costs like 25 cents or 50 cents. Then I would, I would put in register for free replacement batteries. Um, and I would do a warranty because maybe just in case it breaks, you know, manufacturer defect um, up to 50% off, you know, new products and accessories. And then entry into our, um, yearly $1,000 makeover giveaway kit or something. And now how I would break all that down. So let's say, uh, what did I say? Warranty, free batteries, 50% off new products, and then a $1,000 yearly giveaway. Okay. So same thing it says they would, so here it says subscribe here. I would say go here to register, which could be like fabulousmirrors.com slash register or something, right? That would be the URL. Um, what I would do there what I would have people go through a flow and, and just ask them um, very simple details, you know, that their, their order ID, make sure that they didn't register before because I'm not giving away any free things twice. Right. Mm -hmm. I would make it clear that it's one per household. 
Um, and then with all that, once all the information's gathered, I would let them know that in order to get like, here, did you know that you could earn extra points to, to uh, win that $1,000 giveaway? And if you'd like more information on how you can win more points for that $1,000 or $2,000 yearly giveaway, let me know. Now you've got them into your funnel. Yep. You've got them with the hooks, right, of whatever things. And what I would do is I we do this within our brand where we have a very big prize. The likelihood that anybody could win it, yeah, anybody could win it. But um, most likely the people that are going to win it are the ones that are earning most points, which are our brand ambassadors. Right. So my head, the way, what I'm thinking about, again, the purpose of inserts for me is I think education is cool. Again, so Curve, let's say if I was doing this for Curve, I would do a warranty, um, no questions asked replacement because this was kind of expensive. So that's the warranty. Um, I would do an immediate uh, $10 site credit or a $10 credit, account credit. I don't know what I would call that. Um, up to 50% off new releases and then uh, $2,000 office makeover. But again, you see there's four things. My, my point is that I, I, always, I always try for four. And I always try for something really big and juicy um, so that with each item cascading down and, and, you know, people are like, oh, that's a really cool, that's a, that's a sweet deal. I want to get that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think that's a, an important point, like with that giveaway that you, you made it specifically a thousand dollars giveaway to really like capture their attention. It doesn't work if it's a $50 giveaway or, so I think brands sometimes are hesitant to go and do that big giveaway, but there's a specific reason that it needs to be that high to actually capture their attention. Well, yeah. I mean, you think about it like this too, is that, I mean, how many times have you signed up for a sweepstake knowing that you're going on a list? Yeah. Right. I do this not infrequently. And here I am wondering why I am getting so many spam texts. But I enter these stupid things like your whatever the cruise or the or the win a dream home or whatever, right? Like it's big and juicy. I'm gonna sign up. Why not? I just signed up for one the other day, or I almost signed up for one the other day. Um, the one thing that you need to do when you're doing this type of thing is that you need to make sure that you're complying with any giveaway lottery type laws in your area. Right. You know, um, I'm not a lawyer, but we do, we've done a lot of research on this here at um, the chat agency so that we know that generally speaking, like we're, we're not going to be in violation um, of these basically in most States. Again, you'll need to research this yourself, but you'll need to make sure that there's a no purchase necessary way for people to win. And you cannot make it required that people go through these extra steps in order to enter. They can be bonus entries, right? So like you have to have a free method, um, they get one entry for purchase and then they get like bunches of entries for again, like how we would design it with our brand ambassador program would be like the more photos you post, the more points you get, the more engagement your posts get, the more points you get, the more sales you get, the more points you get. Right. And so theoretically the person with the most sales, the most posts and the most engagement should win that for us, it's a, it's a family vacation valued at like 1800 to $2,000 or something like that. Um, but you see, again, that's just a one every year. And then every month, maybe we're giving away $10 or $50 in, in an Amazon gift card or something. So the key is it needs to be juicy. 
ideally it needs to be consumed and desired only by the people that are in your target target demographic. So if the only thing that you were doing was giving away an Amazon gift card, I don't know that that would necessarily be the best because anybody could use that and it could get out past your, your, your target base, right? Like you want your past purchasers to do this, not just any random Yoohoo that wants to win $50 to Amazon. Right. Okay. So keep it targeted in your demographic. Right. So yeah, like your giveaway items specifically. Okay, cool. Um, now I think with that insert, a lot of people, I think you obviously like the QR code yeah. um, to drive people. Where exactly does that go? Um, ManyChat, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, through... for, me, for me, I go, I still go to ManyChat. Um, but I am, I've been trying to use deep linking software that basically determines whether or not ManyChat is installed or our messenger is installed and then opens up on a form field instead. Um, I'm always experimenting with stuff. Um, I'm thinking of trying to experiment with WhatsApp. It seems like it's getting more adoption in the US now. Um, it's definitely more adopted worldwide um, than Messenger is, but it doesn't really matter where you go. Honestly, a landing page would probably work better um, because it's it's anybody can do it. So you could build one of these forms on like Google Forms. Um, having it go to your website is completely fine. I don't see any problem with that because people can't register their purchase on Amazon. You have to think about it like this too. Amazon is not going to go, um, you know, Amazon is not going to go to every single customer and say, uh, you know, GoPro, you can't offer warranty anymore. Stop telling people to register their products on your website. Well, how are they supposed to know that they're, they're, like, how are they supposed to know all the details of how to ship products out to people if, if they do need a warranty? So um, having it go to your website is important. So um, I saw that one question, like, what about a sticker? Um, interesting. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, forensic de detectors. Uh, how about inserting a sticker for customers to use uh, old school trick? I mean, that's great, but I don't know. Like value added. Just... Yeah, it's more of a value added thing. Um if you just give stickers away, that's fantastic, but that's more brand awareness. I don't really see that doing anything to actually drive measurable traffic unless there was something on the sticker that said, you know, there maybe it was like a, you know, you enter this code at this website to see if you won sort of thing. But then why would that be on a sticker? Um, yeah, we do stickers all the time, but that's more brand awareness and, and top of mind um, type stuff. Um, I'm talking specifically about calls to action to get people to register their details with you on your website or through messenger or something. So yeah, do I use QR codes? I use QR codes. I use, uh, and I use a landing page too. And so I can even show you, oops, wrong button. I was going to share my screen. Um, I have a little slide here. This is from one of my speeches. Um, <clears throat> So this URL, like this URL and this QR code go to the same place. The reason why they have both is that you just want people to be able to go use whatever method they find easiest for themselves to get to whatever offer it is that you're giving them, right? So this goes to just a landing page that has a, a simple form that you fill out. So I would just do, um, you know, whatever you're most comfortable with. If you're comfortable building a funnel in, in ManyChat, do it that way. If you have, 
with it click funnels um and you're familiar with that do it that way if you want to just have it go to a google forms thing do it that way point is don't overcomplicate it don't don't put yourself in a position where you're like well i can't do this because i don't know how to do this if you're using helium 10 helium 10 has a, a tool that they don't really talk about that much called portals and portals has a few different things that you can use. One is an insert designer, which one of my inserts is in there. I think your dad has a couple inserts in portals too. I'm not yeah, sure. I think so. Um, yeah, I think Norm does. And uh, so you can design inserts using portals and then you can also design landing pages using portals. So you can have like a QR code that you can generate within Helium 10 portals that goes to a landing page that you developed with Helium 10. So if you don't even have a website, you can use that if you're using Helium 10. So the tools are out there. Um, anybody can do this. The thing is that most people don't because they can't think of a compelling enough offer or um, they don't know what they're going to do with the list once people sign up. Here's the thing. It would be much better for you to start this process now without knowing what you're going to do with the list than get to a point down the road where you have 30,000 units in inventory and you haven't done this and you're like, man, you know what? We really need to do that, but we got to sell through 30,000 units before we can implement it and insert strategy. So, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, just personally through this podcast, we've made that mistake before. Like we've neglected our list and we weren't able to build it or we didn't choose to build it when we first started the podcast. And then it's been two years and then we look back and we are like, Oh, I think we, uh, we need to start now or like, even though we're not necessarily sure exactly, you know, what we're going to do with it, you know, just give value or um, just a way to connect with people. But just getting started is like, we decided to do that, I think, uh, three weeks ago. And now like, we've got some emails and we're building that out. And I think, um, yeah, you're, you're bang on with that. Yeah. So I'm going to read a couple questions here. Uh, like Claudia had asked, she had said that she had heard that uh, Amazon is now starting to suspend. So here's the thing in the Amazon industry, there's going to be rumors all the time. There's always going to be rumors. And most of the time they're insubstantiated or they're only half truths. I hear this. I have heard this rumor. This rumor has been going around for at least three or four years. Like I hear this all the time. Well, I heard that my cousin, my cousin Bob was suspended because he was just taking people to his website and now he can't sell on Amazon anymore. I don't necessarily give much credence to like, this is not something that I've heard a ton of. Like, I don't hear that. I'm not hearing this from everybody. Like yesterday, for example, I heard from everybody in every, like I'm in like, good. I don't even know how many freaking WhatsApp groups and like messenger groups and everything. Um, there was an error with reporting sales for like three to four or more hours. Everybody was talking about it, okay? Like literally everybody was talking about it. So I was like, oh, there's an error with reporting sales. Now, if I heard from like every single person, oh my gosh, my client just got suspended or or I just got suspended or have you seen if there was like this rash of suspensions going on, then I would give that a little bit credence. I don't give this any credence because um, Amazon cannot suspend you for activating a warranty registration of any type. That's just stupid. That's against the law, first and foremost. Um, but they can suspend you for directing people to your website if your website violates terms of service. So if you're directing people to your website 
and your website says register your purchase, uh, review your purchase and get a free product or, or anything along those lines where um, it seems that you're asking people to break terms of service in one way or another, then Amazon could suspend you. And again, all it has to do is seem like you're breaking the terms of service. You don't need to actually be breaking them because you have to think these are the lowest common denominator folks that are suspending your accounts. These are people that are working a job that they probably don't like that have a task list a mile long and they're incentivized by getting through it as quickly as they can. So they're going to shoot first and, and ask questions later. And most of the time they're just reading from like a script and they're like, I don't know. I can't tell. Well, looks like it might be. So I guess I'll suspend <laughs> like that. That's the thought process. Right. Okay. Um, here, let's uh, take a quick break. We're going to run into the sponsors and then we're going to announce our giveaway. And uh, yeah, so we'll be right back in a second. A big thank you to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast, on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. Yeah, I was trying to find an insert that I have been keeping around. It's blatantly against TOS. It was uh, ask a like review our products and use this link, and you get like a thirty dollar Amazon coupon for it. And uh, yeah, just read the terms of services and uh, make sure you're following them. Um, let me see from okay. Claudia. It was one of the guys from Ecom Crew that told me this. They said they're they knew someone at BDSS that told them they were suspended for this. Well, I would want to talk to that person. I wouldn't, again, you have to think. Um, also, Amazon generally doesn't tell you why they've suspended you. They say that you violated our terms of service and tell us what you've done wrong and how you're going to fix it. <laughs> like, wait, what did I do? I don't even know what I, what did I do? And so people are yeah. like, maybe it was my inserts. Yep. It was my inserts. Um, maybe Amazon did reach out and say that we found a violation in your insert thing, but I haven't really heard instances like that. I have a, I was not at BDSS this year. I had way too much going on, but Norm was a bunch of others. So let me show you a bunch of other inserts that I like. Uh, oh, uh, before we oh, do that, let's yeah. uh, just announce the giveaway. Oh, so uh, we'll do the giveaway today. Uh, Paul, do you want to let everyone know what we're giving away? What am I giving away? Um, I'm going to give away an hour of my time, which is... Priceless. Priceless. All right. So if you're interested in picking Paul's brain, uh, this is a private consultation. Uh, all you need to do is write hashtag Wheel of Kelsey and our magic keyword hashtag inserts, and you'll be entered. Uh, if you take two people, so that's using the little at sign, uh, you'll be entered twice. Uh, and we're going to announce the winner at the end. So we can see Connor, Christine, Rich, 
and Facebook user. You're all entered. Thanks for doing that. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, announce the winner at the end. So make sure you get your entries in. That's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey and hashtag inserts. And uh, all right, Paul, let's take a look at those inserts. I'm trying to find some good ones. Let's see. Okay, so this came together. This was like on the packaging for this particular product. It was a, it's a very boring product. It's a waterproof sheet protector. Basically, it's just a piece of fabric that you put for kids that are potty training so they don't, if they have an accident, they don't want the bed at night. So that's the packaging. This is the insert. I like I like this just because it's creative. Um, it says truth or dare, which is fun. So uh, the things that I look for um, in effective inserts are things that make you stop and go, hmm, wonder what that is. And generally speaking, it's going to be the things that have a very simple, clear, this is clear. This is a lot of words. Like, so this is, it says, thank you. Okay, that's just way too much. Now on this side, it says, thank you, right? But this is just a lot of words. And like, I'm like, I don't know. You have to think like, are people going to read all those words? And like on top of this, it doesn't really, like I would use a different designer and say, we are trying to get people to use a 15% off code and thank them. So maybe less words. But this, for example, again, it's very simple, truth or dare, like, very easy to see. Okay, that's interesting. What is that? Truth. Some people just aren't risk takers. That's okay. Leave a review about your new linen spa product. You can ask. This is perfectly within terms of service because you're allowed to ask for reviews. You're allowed to have review asks in your inserts. This is great because it's going to every single person that purchased, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, Dare. Now we're talking... We could tell you're a wild one, post an online review with a twist by incorporating the name of your favorite TV show or movie. So I haven't gone and followed up with this to see, like gone to the listing to see how many people have done the dare. But I think it's creative. I don't it's know. It's a fun way. They're, it, uh, yeah, you know. it's fun. And this one says, want to play another game? Would you rather save money in your next linen spot order or save your receipt forever? Answer, save money, of course. All you have to do is register your product. So um, I'm always looking for things like this. There's some things that I would improve on this. It's a little bit wordy on the back, but I think I like the creativity aspect of that. Um, like this is from again, like hydro jug. It says, get a refund for your order. Now this is a direct from their website. So this is not on Amazon. Now, if this was on Amazon, you'd be like, Ooh, that's, that's pretty close to TOS violation right there. But I bought this from people like, on their on their website so um yeah and then they give you instructions how we pick one winner every day to get a refund on their entire order here's how record a video of your unbox of you unboxing your order tell us why you chose to order from us post the video to your instagram story tag at hydrodrug and use hashtag hydrodrug or hydrate with us so that's just a push for them to get user-generated content they're giving you a free they're basically paying you 40 or 50 or 60 bucks for however much your order was worth, which I think is cool. Um, I don't see that being a violation of terms of service either because you're not asking for a review. You're asking for user-generated content, um, which is different. Oh, what would you say are the pillars of like, what are the, 
what are the directions that people can go with their inserts? Like we mentioned brand awareness, we mm -hmm. mentioned getting user generated content, we mentioned getting information. Are there any others that um, I think might be goals that people can go for? Building a list, that should be your number one goal. Because let's say you have cool brand awareness, you've sent out a bazillion stickers and people like your stickers. Okay, that's great. But are you asking them to do anything? Are you asking them to take a next step? Because even with brand awareness, right? You've given them these things. There's no way that you can track whether or not people are going to the website to purchase your Stego or your Plugbug Duo or your Fermata or whatever, right? But with the call to action type thing where you're inviting people to register a purchase or take action for a benefit, essentially trade you their details for some sort of benefit of some type, um, you've got them on your list. And ideally what we're doing when we're getting people on our list is we're getting one of the reasons why I like it going through ManyChat Messenger is that I've got them as a subscriber on Messenger. I've got them in that same flow. I get them to subscribe to a text messaging drip sequence. Um, and then I also get them to subscribe to my email. And each one of those channels are used for different types of communications in different um, times. Email is kind of a slow, you know, like every now and again, or whatever you're like every once a week or whatever, maybe it's like a newsletter type thing. But the point is, is once they've subscribed to my lists, I can then use that list for anything. I could email that list when I'm launching a product. I could email that list when I'm trying to get reviews on a product that, that I sold. I could email that list when I'm trying to get user-generated content and push people into a brand awareness thing. I could text message that list, same thing. But that's the number one thing is that most Amazon sellers are not building lists. Most Amazon sellers are not building audiences because um, they're just generally speaking, and I'm saying they're because I, yes, I sell on Amazon, but I do it differently than most people. Like I focus on audience building and I don't consider myself an Amazon seller. I'm a business owner and I leverage Amazon. So Amazon sellers that do this generally don't don't build lists because they don't know what to do with the list once they built it. So it's like, again, going back to what we said earlier, they're ignoring this gold mine because they don't know what to do with it. And then they wish that they had it later. So that's the right. number, one thing, number one thing. So all those things that you said, so brand awareness, other, you know, informing of other products, that sort of thing, product education, like all those things need to be there. If you have a confusing product, you need to have instructions in your insert or way to get instructions. If you don't, you're gonna have a massively high return rate, right? Mm -hmm. if product's confusing and you're not explaining how to use it, you've got to explain how to use it, bare minimum, okay? Um, but in addition to that, you wanna make sure that you're capturing people's data. Um, so going off that, so I, I do agree from just what I've seen, a lot of Amazon sellers are coming, you know, they, they didn't go to business school. They they weren't an entrepreneur before this. Maybe they're doing this for a side hustle, or and then they've it grew or scale, and now they're looking to build that list. Um, so if they don't have that background in digital marketing or building that community, um, how do you think the best way to go about that is it hiring out like an email guy that will take it over, or um, like what can someone do to implement yeah. building the list once they've actually started doing that. Yeah. So Nathan, Nathan asked that he said, it all sounds amazing. And he wants to implement, but where do you, where do I start? What order should these steps be? And that's a great question. Um, so I'm going to give you a couple different scenarios 
let's say one scenario is that you have money available um, and you have a couple thousand dollars. What I would do first and foremost is I would talk, well, it depends on how much money. Let's say you have between five and $10,000 available right now to do this. I would actually work with, um, make sure that I have a good person who, if you did your brand professionally, meaning you work with a brand designer and they did your packaging and your logos and that sort of person, I would go to that person because we have a bunch of different designers that we work with for different reasons in our business. So we have kind of our brand designer that does our packaging or inserts and that sort of thing, our, our new color palettes and prints for the new season. And then we have like social media, like designers that just do like little things on share, shareable like UGC. And then we have like ad designers that are different. They're kind of in the social realm, right? So you want to make sure that you're working with the right person because um, somebody who's really good at doing social media content may be the worst at designing a brand like me suck at designing logos and packaging. Okay. So if I had money, I would go, I would, this falls under branding marketing. It's like a really, it's they're like really close branding and marketing. This is where they kiss. This is like the meeting point, branding and marketing. Or maybe um, two beards or two yeah. beards interlock. Two beards interlocking flying by night. Um, this is where the beards interlock of the branding and marketing. Um, so I would want to work with somebody who's good with branding and understands how to communicate your brand values in your brand voice and all that sort of stuff. And then make sure that you have a goal. What is your goal with the insert? Okay. So let's say um, you have a confusing product uh, and you have other products that are cool and you want to get people to sign up for your list. Okay. So I would do a two, I would do the two approach. One that explains how to use your product plus other products. One standalone Hey, this is amazing. Sign up, get these four things. This is how. So where I would start is I would start with what is your goal? What is your goal? Again, think the goals. The goals are, uh, in this instance, make people, your goal should always make ecstatic customers. That should always be number one because that will result in more sales. But furthermore, on, on top of that, okay, ecstatic customers, how are you going to make them ecstatic? You're going to answer the questions so that they're not returning their product, informing them of new products, and then um, that's one goal. Another separate goal would be getting people to sign up to your list so that you can make future launches, review generation, that sort of stuff easier, less expensive. Each of those goals are accomplished in two different things. So I'd have two inserts. So get clear on your goals. If you don't have a confusing product and you just want to, um, get people to sign up or register, or you could even have, like, we have, um, printed instructions and we also have a video instruction that we just get people to go and they go watch the video. We do not gate the video instruction with a pass, like enter your email. Cause that's annoying. Like that's bare minimum. Like you, they need to use these instructions to, to, to order their product. And some people just, no matter how much you try, they will never give you their details. And if you require those, everybody to give you your details, to see the instructions, you're going to get a lot of pissed off people that are like, this is stupid. I can't even figure out how to use your product without giving you my email. I'm going to write a nasty review on Amazon and whatever, right? Uh, you get my point. So where do you start? Start with your goal. Then you want to think through, okay, so my goal is A and B. My goal is uh, deconfusing people and getting people to sign up. Make sure that you have a designer that can get you to A and B. That, that brand designer, right? If you have money. If you don't have money, 
and you're doing this yourself, you can go to the tool that I referenced earlier, Portals by Helium 10. They have a bunch of templates that you can use. Now, templates are great because they offer a good starting point, but templates are templates. They're not high design. They look like templates. They're designed to be a stopgap so that you can get from point A to point B with little expense, but they're not designed to be the only thing that you ever use. So use those first until you have enough money to pay a professional designer. There is a reason why people are professional designers. It is a skill. It's one of those things that you just cannot pick up. Like if it were up to me, everything would just be bunches of words and it might look somewhat okay, but it'd be way too many words. They'd be all crammed together. And when you work with a professional, they're like, no, you just need less words and you need to space them out. And then you don't even know what they've done, but it looks better. And it's communicating the same thing, but in a better way. So the value in working with the designer is that, I mean, they freaking do this all the time. You don't do this all the time. So again, your goal is to get people to register. Your goal is to not have them confused. Uh, design two things for that. And then um, once you know that, let's say that one of your goals is to get people to sign up and join your audience, you have to come up with a very, very compelling offer. Um, there's a book called um, Million Dollar Offers by Alec Hermo Alex Hermosi. It's like six bucks on Amazon. 10 bucks, something like that. And it's like a three hour read, read it. And in that book, he coins this term, um, making an offer so good that people feel stupid saying no. And, um, you know, it's basically about formulating really good offers for people. And that is my goal with every offer that we create. If you have an offer on an insert, if your listing page on Amazon is like this, if you have a direct to consumer website, if your offers are so good that people feel stupid saying no, you will make money. If your offers are designed to make money, <laughs> like they have to be, obviously you can have an offer so good where you're losing money every day. But the point is uh, you get my point, right? Having an offer so good. Yeah. The mafia offer. Um, that is what Seth and Sean pointed. They called a mafia offer. So Facebook user might be a lurking Seth or Sean. I bet it's Sean. Let's see. And, uh, Yanni. That's Yanni. Yanni. So, yeah. Yeah, so Seth and Sean from Post Purchase Pro, that's the term that they call it. They call it the mafia offer. I'm gonna make him an offer so good. He can't refuse. Perfect. Um, okay, awesome. So uh, was there anything else? So you get to the offer and then... Um... Get to the offer. Yep, so I was answering this for uh, Nathan. Mm -hmm. uh, who wrote the book, Claudia? Uh, Alex Hermosi. Alex Hermosi. Okay. Um, Paul, do you have time for to answer a couple other questions? How yep. are you? Yeah. Okay. Did I, did I, Nathan, if you're still watching, did I answer your question for you? Because I kind of, I said, okay, step one, think of your goal. Step two, design things, work with a professional or do it yourself to get to those point A, point B. And then step three, implement and test. I don't think I got to step three, implement and test. You have to produce it. You have to put it in. You have to test so you have to be able to have some form of tracking. Obviously, the easiest form of tracking would be, are people joining your list? Then you have the answer. Now, if you're testing, um, like, let's say you do two different types of inserts with two different offers just to test which one works better. Um, I would have, like, maybe a code that people enter. Enter this code, and then that would be how you would test. Something along those lines. Right. But I think... Uh... 
Nora mentioned you just have to be careful because if you print a bunch and you have to like change something, then you like the nice thing about QR codes is that you can change the address to it. Yeah. Yep. Same with those uh those short URLs. If you use like gopro.com slash free trial. Um, if you're using a website that has, so Shopify has the ability to change where a URL goes, a reader, it's called a redirect, a 301 redirect. Most website building softwares have that. If you're using something like PixelMe, which I love PixelMe, where they can get you a QR code and a URL, you can change where that destination goes. Godfather. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, Nathan says, yeah, that sounds good. Um, all right, so from CoolHand99, if the insert does not say anything about a warranty but directs to a website for a discount um, off future purchases, is that still okay? I wouldn't see why it wouldn't be. Um, I like the warranty things even when it doesn't make sense if it's a part of a value stack. So let's say you have four things and you have a $10 thing, I would still throw in a warranty just to hedge against that. Um, I don't see how Amazon could say something like that. But again, the, the express purpose of going to a website to register something for a warranty is because you have to get that, that information. Um, the other thing is that, that if you if Amazon were to suspend you and say, you can't take people here, well, you could say, well, that's in our packaging everywhere at Walmart, at Target, at Amazon, um, that sort of thing. So I don't see how that could be against terms of service, but I could also see conversely how Amazon could say that is you're just trying to get their customers data. So that's where I would have the warranty all the time. Or something. Even if, even if you sell a $10 product and I would make it a fifth point in your four, in your stack of four. All right. Uh, next one is from Yanni. Uh, our product inserts uh, TOS, are they the same across all marketplaces? If yes, where can we do something? Where, where can we do something which is prohibited elsewhere? Well, I mean, technically within your direct to consumer sales channel, you could Again, I, I would need to look at the laws. I know that in the state of California, you are not allowed to incentivize reviews. Um, there's certain other states. So without getting myself into trouble, and also you, again, I'm going to put this as a caveat, you need to make sure that you're familiar with the laws regarding this. Um, because sometimes there's federal laws, sometimes there aren't. Um, so like with your website, you can get people to do like, leave a review for a discount sometimes um in general though just don't like for one like if you're if you're trying to see where you can break rules and where you can't maybe you should just think to not break rules instead of like where can i do this and where can't i do this maybe you should just apply the same highest level standards regardless of the platform because this you'll get it you'll get into a game of like whack-a-mole let's say that walmart's different than amazon now and you have ten thousand units in stock at walmart that have a different insert card than amazon and then something happens at walmart and you have to take all those out i would just say that you would apply the strictest rule to every marketplace yeah that makes sense just 
makes it nice and easy. You don't have to change anything in the future. Um, okay, uh, great. From CoolHand99, can a QR code link to my personal website, or is that a big no? Yeah, yeah you definitely can. Okay. I don't really know where else you would go with that. I mean, maybe you could go to like, I don't know, link tree or something. Mm -hmm. All right, and this is our last one. Um, I think this is from Yanni as well. Can you showcase QR codes on your product images or EBC? I don't know why you would. I mean, it doesn't seem to add any value to the listing. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily showcase them, but if it was like on the product packaging and you could sort of see it, but what person in their right mind is just going to scan a random QR code they see on the internet? You have to think yeah. through too. Like, why would anybody do that? Okay, so I think that's about it. Uh, we do have a giveaway. We'll be doing that in just a few seconds. So if you haven't yet, uh, we're giving away <laughs> we're giving away Paul's time uh, for a private consultation uh, to enter hashtag Wheel of Kelsey and hashtag inserts in the comment section. If you take two people, you get an extra entry. Uh, Paul, before we get to that, how do people get a hold hold of you? How do they contact you? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I am going to be doing, we're finalizing the dates. It is either going to be the 7th or the 8th of September. So I don't know when this comes out. Um, I guess it's live now, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, the podcast recordings come out uh, yeah. next week. On okay. Yeah. Uh, September 7th or 8th. Um, one of those dates, I'm going to be doing a workshop on influencer marketing. Um, so it's going to walk people through how to find influencers on TikTok, the exact processes that we use to get thousands, hundreds of thousands of views and hits to our listings. Um, so you can go to my website, thechatagency.com. You can email me, Paul B, like Paul Barron, just Paul B at thechatagency.com. Um, and we are going to be rebranding the chat agency to Influx Catalyst here pretty soon. So oh, exciting. Um, that will be the host, the, the masterclass, all that information will be on Influx Catalyst website. Um, I've been looking at all the updates over the past week and it's looking really good. So I'm stoked about that. Yeah. So you have a chance to learn from me on influencer marketing, um, Facebook, or uh, not Facebook, TikTok, whatever that thing is called. That social media platform, you know, that uh, <laughs> people, Where everyone's it. dancing on the um, videos. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So again, that's the chat agency.com. Uh, I posted the link here. Um, and okay. I think that's that time to uh, go to the wheel of Kelsey and sit back and relax. Enjoy the wheel. It's time for the wheel of Kelsey. All right. Thank you everyone for your entries. Had to do some multitasking here, uh, so I hope I got everyone. If not, I'm sorry. But uh, here we go. Uh, we're gonna give this a spin. The winner, please email me k at lunchwithnorm.com and let's see who today's winner is. Claudia. Oh, oh, Tony steals it. <laughs> Whew, sorry, Claudia. <laughs> I said it too soon. I jinxed it. I think I jinxed you, Claudia. You can blame Paul for that one. Um, all right, Claude or uh, Tony, congratulations! You're the winner. Uh, so make sure you email me k at lunchwithnorm.com. 
uh, to receive her prize. I'll connect you with Paul. And uh, I think that's about it. So uh, again, Paul, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. And I think people really enjoyed it. It seemed like we got lots of questions. So uh, appreciate your time, Paul, and uh, we'll catch you later. Thanks, Kel. Sorry, I was a couple minutes late. <laughs> All good. I won't tell Norm. Yeah, he'll get his beard entangled in mine again. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you later and uh, right. have a good weekend. All right. So thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, and congrats, Tony from the Beard Nation. We got lots of congratulations. That's awesome. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, this beardless podcast, at least from my side. Um, this is the first time I've hosted this, so this is kind of exciting. So um, if you had any questions, concerns, topic suggestions, let us know. You can email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. Uh, if you haven't yet, um, we did do our webinar uh, yesterday with Vance Lee about uh, uh, pre-sales and getting that before you spend any money on inventory. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's on our YouTube channel right now. Um, but we are taking it down. It's going to be just for a limited time only. Uh, so make sure you go in and check it out. And uh, don't forget to smash those like buttons. Uh, you can join the Lunch with Norm Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective group. That's where all the good stuff happens. Uh, you can ask your questions. You can uh, interact with the community. We've got a great nation. And uh, it's great to see everyone out here. Um, yeah, Nathan, Claudia, Yanni, Tony, it's good to see everyone. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Uh, Monday's episode, so next week I'm going to be away. I'm going to be in Nova Scotia. So we have my older brother taking over with Norm. So you can uh, check that out. Monday is with Ritu, and she's going to show you uh, 10 underutilized ways to um, showcase your brand and uh, use um uh, Amazon PPC uh, to grow your brand. So uh, check that out. Ritu is one of the Beard Nation favorites, I think, and uh, it's always a blast having her on. So check that out. And uh, as we always say, we appreciate you. Thank you so much, Beard Nation. It's a pleasure uh, getting to do this for you guys every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Come back 12 p.m. Eastern Time Monday and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Lunch with no, lunch with no.